Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Welcome to Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. And I'm Majad Lee. Waj, what is on your mind this week since there's not, you know, a ton of news to cover? So there's a lot to cover, but as, a, as we have shared on this show, uh, I'm often amused, Danielle, at my age that uh, even though you and I, you know, if we can flex our batting average, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have our finger on the pulse, as the kids used to say. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe you and I should have been aggressively and arrog- arrogantly wrong about everything. And if we were, we'd probably fail up and be paid a lot more than many of our other colleagues with a more fair weedish complexion. And uh-huh. especially when it comes to our uh, critiques, if you will, of the media. And in particular, I am still smiling here over this bombshell that dropped earlier in the week. Thanks to mm-hmm. the hero that we all needed, Dominion Voting System, and their ongoing $2 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox, I will not call it news, uh, in which they, and punitive damages, by the way, so they could probably get paid more, in which they are taking Fox on the first time someone finally has, calling them out on all their bullshit because Fox and others, as we have learned from the discovery process, yep. their hosts knew that there was no voter fraud. Their yep. hosts knew there was a bullshit conspiracy. Their hosts put on the air cranks, people that they privately in their text said were part of the crazy train. And then on Monday, Rupert Murdoch, an immigrant from Australia, who is one of the number one supervillains of the 21st century, we found out that you as think part he's of the discovery. Number one? Probably top three. Is he? Okay, top three. All right, keep going. You give me top three, right? He, mm-hmm. he, in his deposition in this lawsuit, admitted that, yes, Fox promoted this lie and that he could have intervened, but he didn't. And another bombshell, which people really aren't focusing on, which I, I want to get into later, is that he admitted that he gave confidential Biden ads in advance mm-hmm. to Jared Kushner and gave them debate strategy. And so the question I have for you, Danielle, mm. is why, oh, why do most mainstream institutions, corporations, mm-hmm. yep. media personalities, and our colleagues 
still refer to Fox as Fox News. It cosplays like a news station, but if I dressed right. up like Batman, no one would call me Batman. I mean, I would. You would. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. You bring up a couple of, you know, incredibly valid points, which is that we needed to stop referring to Fox News um, as news a long time ago. Um, Fox has been, I guess, what is it, melting the minds of around 65 to 70 million Americans daily. Mm have been corrupting them with lies about black and brown people taking over inner cities and made up about crime, you know, lying to them about COVID. But the real piece de resistance is the admission, right? Is the admission of what we've already known. That's right. Right. This is it's it, this is the first major case. But remember, you know, Tucker Carlson and others have been sued before. And what their lawyers would consistently profess is that we're just entertainment, (laughs) right? Like, I don't know why you're taking us seriously. We never said to take us seriously. And my feeling has always been like, well, who gets to regulate these media outlets? Because if you in your name are referring to yourself as news and not Fox Entertainment, then that is false advertising. If you're going to court and defending your lies by saying, well, no one should take us seriously anyway. Well, then why, if I go to the movie theater or I'm watching a show on Netflix, it says nudity, uh, language, uh, you know, gruesome, whatever. There are all these delineations to warn me about what I'm going to see. So I've said for probably five, six years now, why is there no major warning before every Fox program that says, this is not real news. Mm. This is for entertainment purposes only. Simple. Because then it would be very clear. They could go on with their bullshit, but people would know, much like you have ingredients listed and much like Netflix and other shows and movies need to have that markation, tell me why Fox does it. It's the sun-kissed of orange juice. It's orange drink. Uh, right. you know, it looks like it, but it ain't the real thing. And it's really unhealthy for you. And you know what you were talking about, that lawsuit, you were being literal. Fox's own lawyers in yep. a lawsuit that was brought against Tucker Carlson, a slander lawsuit. They said, hey, 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 no reasonable person watching this show will actually believe him. It's exaggeration. And the Trump appointed lawyer agreed with him. So it's literally Fox's own lawyers lawyers saying, hey, the highly rated, the highest rated show on Mm -hmm. our network, Tucker Carlson, who repeats white supremacist talking points on the nightly. He's not a real news person. No Mm -hmm. sane person would actually see him as a news. He engages in hyperbole and exaggeration. And another bombshell you just remind me of because you said Tucker Carlson, because there's so much shit you forget. What did we learn last week? That Kevin McCarthy, the spineless amoeba of a man, has given allegedly unfettered exclusive access to Tucker Carlson of thousands of hours of previously undisclosed footage during the January 6th hearing. No other news network got it, but Tucker's got it. And so what we're dealing with is not just infotainment posing, cosplaying as a news channel. What we're dealing with, Daniel, is a radicalizing agent because enough, mm-hmm. enough studies have been done that when 
viewers, and these are like our fellow Americans. They don't have horns on their head. I might disagree with them, but they're not evil. Like They're gullible. So they watch Fox and they've seen within a period of six months to a year, they get radicalized. We've heard so many stories about yeah. folks saying, I've lost my mom and dad. And then once they, they got to get weaned off the heroin, right? Because it's like a mainstream injection of hate, conspiracy theories and fear. Once you even go to something like lightweight, like CNN, within a month, they get de-radicalized. So we have a radicalizing agent, a 24-7 mm-hmm. hate merchant that launders white supremacist talking points, that cosplays as a news station, that promotes hateful conspiracy that radicalize people to commit violence, such as the voter conspiracy fraud, right? And, which is basically a turnstile between uh, Fox and basically the GOP in the White House. Like, they just get jobs in and out. Trey Gowdy, friggin' now Tulsi Gabbard, right? And, and to the point where you have this entertainment behemoth giving valuable information that will help the Trump mm-hmm. administration during the election. So the, the, what, what infuriates me is still so many of our colleagues say, oh, but we still have to refer to them as a news station because, you know, it's the news station of the conservatives and we have to coddle to white rage and infantilize it and normalize it and always bend the knee. And I say, why, damn it? Why? I say, fuck it. Um, I have for a long time said that uh, the Biden administration, when they came in to office, should have immediately kicked Fox out of the White House press corps. If Showtime and Netflix and other entertainment media outlets are not a part of the White House press corps, tell me why Fox is. And what do what is the value that the Biden administration gains by having them in the room? Right. Because they're going to take whatever information they're going to twist it. They're not going to share it. They're not going to run it. So who exactly do you think that you're talking to? The only person who I will say who does a really good job going on Fox from that administration, booted edge. Yeah. He does a brilliant job when he goes on there. He takes their bullshit and he turns it into a, a, a masterpiece. It is Mm. a masterclass in how to deal with them. But I think that, you know, when you have the likes of Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch under oath, say that, yeah, we knew that we were lying to tens of millions of Americans on Mm. a regular basis. All of the hosts knew that Donald Trump had lost the election. I should have intervened at some time, at some point. Tell me again how none of these people, because you are the lawyer here, have been indicted by the Justice Department for their role in inciting an insurrection. Because it wasn't just Donald Trump's tweet, right, that said that January 6th is going to be wild. It was reinforced every day from Election Day all the way to January 6th, 2021. It was reinforced every day, every hour, on every Mm. goddamn show on that network. Mm. They riled up their people. They riled up uh, uh, with lies. They hyped them up on white supremacy. They hyped them up on this uh, faux idea of patriotism, right? And then they loaded the gun Pointed it, Donald Trump tweeted, sent them to the target. 
So how are they not responsible you, you for know the what? violence you, that we saw? So, so I think your analogy intuitively, you, you mentioned it, they loaded the gun and they pointed it. And I think we've mentioned this word on the show before, but it bears mentioning again. And just bear with me. It's called, wait for it, mm-hmm. stochastic terrorism. Like, watch, what yes. the hell are you talking about? Stochastic terrorism. This is the definition of stochastic terrorism. It is the use and abuse of mass media to usually target individuals and institutions that leads to random but statistically probable acts of violence. And I'm glad you connected the dots, Daniel, because we kind of forget sometimes, oh, this voter fraud strategy, oh, ha, 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 bullshit, Sidney Powell, she's a nut. Those ain't my words. That's the text exchanges between Tucker and Laura, right? Yeah. Why are we putting on these freaks, the crazy train, right? What happened as a result is that the base became radicalized to the point where they still believe the big lie. To the Mm -hmm. point where many of them were armed and decided to lead a failed violent insurrection against the United States that left eventually five people dead. It It didn't end at that point. Because they came to kill Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence, the whitest man Mm -hmm. on earth. And if you're white and you think that MAGA won't come after you, I give you Mike Pence. But I digress. This guy, David DePap, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, let's not forget, this dude wanted to finish the job. So he found out where Nancy Pelosi lived, showed up at her house, and instead nearly killed her husband, bludgeoned Mm -hmm. him, Paul Pelosi. He was in part radicalized by these conspiracy theories, right? So this is like literally Fox News, like you said, says, uh, I, I can't, I, I'm not the one telling people to, to go commit violence. Why are you blaming me? Oh, but by the way, do you know who's uh, trying to kidnap your child and, and make your boy into a girl and, and, and is a pedophile? A liberals. And you know, by the way, who's teaching your child to hate America? The teachers. And you know, by the way, who's part of the deep state? A law enforcement. And you know, by the way, who's, who's rigging the election in favor of Biden poll workers? Uh, just saying. But by the way, why are you blaming us? And so it gives exactly. them this cover. But you and I know that the extremists and the hate markers are all part of the same ideological infrastructure to the point where literally... Rupert Murdoch is saying, yeah, I knew they were lying, but I didn't care. And oh, yeah, by the way, I gave information to Jared Kushner to help uh, Donald Trump win. And oh, yeah, by the way, the people were in the Fox uh, News Network. Then they go to the White House and come back. It's all part of the same network to the point where Laura Ingram, a Fox News host, was at Mm -hmm. the confirmation hearing of Justice Kavanaugh. And you're like, what the hell is happening? It's so incestuous. It's all part and parcel of what you and I believe is this radicalized, weaponized network. But my take on this, Danielle, to answer your question, Mm -hmm. is the reason why nothing will happen and the reason why we still normalize it and the reason why we still, you know, uh, invite them to the White House press party and they take photos with them and they party with them and they're all pals and they go to the same church and they go to the same golf clubs and they drink champagne and they cheat with each other on each other's wives and they marry each other and they divorce Mm. each other is because the tribe that they belong to is whiteness. And end of the day, this country will cater to whiteness, coddle whiteness, mainstream whiteness, normalize whiteness, infantilize whiteness. And I have to bring this story in because now I'm on a rant. Please. East Palestine. From the New Yorker staff writer Vincent Cunningham, a keenly observed novel of a young black man searching for his place in the world amidst a moment of historic change. 
Great Expectations is about David's 18 months working for the senator's presidential campaign. Along the way, David meets a myriad of people who raise a set of questions, questions of history, art, race, religion, and fatherhood that force David to look at his own life anew and come to terms with his identity as a young black man and father in America. Inspired by the author's experiences working on Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Cunningham uses a political campaign as his narrative backbone. Great Expectations will be one of the talked about novels of the year, Colin McCann. Great Expectations is available wherever books are sold. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. The people of East Palestine are suffering. Because Republicans mm -hmm. promoted deregulation. Yeah. During the Trump administration. The yeah, it, it, yeah. Is, it was deregulation that happened in the Trump administration that allowed for their not deliberately, that allowed for them not to have the kind of brakes necessary on high speed trains that are carrying toxic materials because too expensive, just don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, what have you. But please go on no, because okay. I hope, so you got that, it. I hope I, that you're very going to the place I think you're going. Very important details. All right. Yeah. Who cares? Who needs regulation? F who safety standards. Corporations need to be free unless you're Disney. Then we got to punish you for, for being woke. But I digress. Train, 50 trains carrying hazardous materials go off the railroad tracks. You mm -hmm. see a plume of smoke. It's literally like a scene from the book White Noise, Airborne Toxic Event. J.D. Vance, the newly elected senator who's an elitist uh, millionaire but cosplays as a tough alpha man who points a gun at the sky to shoot the Chinese spy balloon, says nothing for 10 days. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Yep. The residents, mostly of the white complexion, average Americans, like any of us, were like, holy shit, there's a plume of toxic smoke. Mm -hmm. I have children. The water is contaminated, I fear. The air is contaminated. I don't trust anyone. Y'all are saying come back to your homes. F that. Fast forward now, the end of the month, well, now it's March. Uh, and now you're seeing like traces of contamination. It's like the Simpsons episode where like there's like the three-eyed fish that jumps out of the water. Because I just Waj, guess who was doing the testing of the water and of the soil? Who? The same fucking company oh, sweet. that was responsible for the toxins in the first place. And guess who didn't use their own tests? The fucking EPA. It is like it's, it's, one. It's, a Simpsons, it's like the Montgomery Burns Simpsons episode, right? And so the point I was trying to make is this. You and I are not psychotic, sadistic individuals. We are generous people. We want to help folks. So I say help these people, their fellow Americans. What's interesting to me and going to my point of how 
we we bend the knee always we bend over backwards for whiteness is now daniel mm-hmm. the same republicans mm-hmm. who are all about deregulation are sounding a lot like democrats and want action and want the government to intervene and want regulation because the east palestine residents are real americans from the rust belt and yet mm-hmm. nobody gives a f as the kids say about these black folks in in Jacksonville, in Jackson, Mississippi, <laughs> or in Flint, or in Detroit, or in any other place that has lead pipes that has been contaminating purposefully people, which we knew, right? The rebel, we knew uh, this was happening in Flint. Uh, that they took money. The in in Jackson, they took money. The governor took money and reallocated it to who? Uh, Brett Favre. Um, and a know, very, he's an up and coming struggling yeah, athlete. He needed struggling the money. athlete. Yeah, clearly. I think his name is Brett Favara. Whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. Um, he's a thief. He's a welfare queen, uh, is what I will call him. Um, but what's amazing too was because one thing that they are saying, the JD Vance's and the, and the Tucker Carlson's about Ohio is that this is an attack on white people. You, I bet you didn't hear that. I bet you didn't wow. hear that they that they that this was, you know, these poor white people that they've turned it into white grievance, of course, white grievance. Right. Um, because these are the and I'm like, these are the people who your regulation or your rather your deregulation you knew were going to hurt, but you didn't care. Right. You're the Republican that voted for this. You also voted to gut the EPA. You also, but you did that during the Trump administration. So I'm confused about why a J.D. Vance or why any Republican would have any leg or foot to stand on to say anything to these people. But again, these are the fucking people who vote Republican. Mm. Now, I'm not a complete asshole. I don't think that people should, you know, suffer, right? Um, but we. I have like to how you said I'm not a complete is, asshole to leave I'm to leave some space asshole, for assholishness. Because because the assholishness is just like this is what Jonathan Metzl wrote That's about right. in Dying of Whiteness. Right. Why are you voting and aligning with people who are literally creating legislation that harms you, mm. that will kill you? Mm. Right? Democrats are the only ones that are saying, "Hey." We need more regulation to make sure people are protected, to make sure that the air you are breathing and the water you are drinking is fucking safe and that people, corporations don't get to cut corners in order to stuff their pockets and their shareholders pockets with more money. Mm. But it's Republicans that are writing these fucking blank checks to these people and they are voting for them. These quote unquote real Americans. I think I think I hope, one, Hunter, to, I hope Hunter Biden's laptop can save them. Maybe that maybe if they hit escape, the air will clean up in East Palestine. I, th- I think his dick pic is potent enough to inhale all of the toxic cloud. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. you know, they can send it to space where they can battle the Chinese balloons. Uh, I, that's what I would do. But it's one of those situations where, you know, people listening. And this is the, the pearl clutching that this, it just drives me nuts that they dispense utter cruelty to our communities, utter contempt, utter neglect. And when we bring up the point, like, yo, you voted for this. 
like I want you to like be safe. I want you to be healthy. I but you voluntarily voted for your own self destruction. Can we yep. not bring that up? And when Joy Behar of The View kind of brought that up, they all railed against her. And the people who join in were so many of our colleagues who know better, who then become like the 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 the, the sidekicks of whiteness. How dare you, Danielle? How dare you bring up that point? How dare you go against Nikki Haley Wajahat? You should be nice. Mm-mm. Oh, boo hoo hoo! Right? This this endless pearl clutching. And the reason why it's all connected. And for those of you who have been listening to our show, Danielle and I deliberately don't uh, script out anything. We kind of like, all right, we're going to talk about Fox News, but then one thing leads to another. And I think the reason why our brains kind of went in this, the way it's connected to answer your question is that even though the alleged heroes are the same criminals who caused this, the reason they can continue diluting their base is thanks to Fox News and propaganda outlets who then launder the truth through white grievance politics. And because the nation always coddles it instead of calling it out instead of saying you know what we don't have time for this we infantilize it we give it space we sympathize with it but then the people who don't engage in this type of like you know uh, i would say just cruelty and malice the people who Mm -hmm. are stomped on but are still generous oftentimes black people people of color immigrants neglect it neglect it 
you will be held responsible, right? So all yeah. these people, going back to your point, who are part and parcel of this right-wing infrastructure that, that it fuels endless grievance and fuels endless rage and engages in stochastic terrorism, all of them, all of them, Daniel, would have first and foremost been named as terrorists and extremists, as yep. a threat to America. They would yep. have been investigated. And yep. many of them would have been caught up and prosecuted, just like so many innocent Muslim charities and organizations 20 years ago. That's what I think would have happened if we were seeing the same thing that we're seeing now with the direct consequences, the direct damage to our democracy, the, the, the violence, the hate. Also, it's connected, deregulation, which then contaminates the freaking air and water of this innocent town where these families are like, dude, you're telling me to stay here. I have kids. I don't trust to drink them to drink the water. Oh, no, you'll be fine. Trust us. We're the same people. Well who Trump, derailed Trump this went train. there and, and gave them water, Wash, so they're fine. They got yeah. Trump water to drink, so they, because, they should be good. Because the victims are white. It goes back to the kidnapping story, right? We all know in media. If a blonde white girl gets kidnapped, mm -hmm. oh my God, Danielle, remember back in the day, nonstop. Black girl yeah. gets kidnapped, eh. Was she a girl? She's an adult. What are her yeah. parents? How, how did they let yeah. her get kidnapped? No new story, exactly. right? I mean, I just, you know, it's so obvious the things that we put, the things that we point out. It's so obvious that anyone without a law degree, without a degree in politics, would be able to look at this situation and say, why isn't Fox being held accountable? By the Department of Justice, I mean, not just in a libel suit, not just in, you know, in, in, a, in a case about smearing another company's name. But why haven't they been held responsible? It's because it is a white network that yeah. speaks to white America. Why hasn't Donald Trump been taken down? Because he is a wealthy white man that was yeah. a former president of the United States. If it were Barack Obama, he would have been under a jail the day of the friggin' insurrection, right? So it's just all of these ways that justice tells black and brown people to wait, right? We live in a country right now where I think it is in Tennessee that there is a man, a state senator, that introduced legislation to hang people from trees again. Mm. Right. We live in a country right now where you have Ron DeSantis is down in Florida taking on a private company, putting Christian evangelicals on the Disney board to stop woke cartoons like all of this is permeating and coming out of one place, which is Fox News. Right. Not news. Fox, Fox. coming out of Fox. And it's just like it could be stopped could be stopped by the Department of Justice, could be stopped at any time because they have so many grounds. They're the cause of millions of people that died from COVID because they had people on the airwaves telling them not to get the vaccine, that it was poison. Meanwhile, they had tougher protocols at Fox to get into the fucking building than right. they did anywhere else. That's right. Everyone had to be vaccinated and you had to be masked. And you had to show your proof. It's, you know, it's those situations that's, that the one thing that we haven't talked about is another reason why Fox did it 
is because Fox has radicalized its own viewers to the point where they're terrified mm-hmm. of their viewers and the violence yep. and backlash of their viewers. And specifically, Fox has spawned more right-wing versions such as uh, Newsmax and One American News Network. And, and through this discovery, they were afraid that if they did not go along with the voter fraud bullshit, that they would lose viewers to OANN and Newsmax that went all in on it, right? And so I think it's part and parcel of white rage is that the reason why the institutions bend the knee is because they are terrorized, threatened, and intimidated by this white mob and violence. That they created. And again, Mm -hmm. if it was us doing it, they'd be like, we don't care, we're going to crush you. But because it's like, I, I call it the crazy uncle defense, Danielle. It's like this. Listen, I have an uncle. We love him. He's quirky. He once in a while says some kind of uh, racist, anti-Semitic stuff. But you know who doesn't? So I think a lot of our colleagues and a lot of the gatekeepers in America, uh, those uh, institutions are trust us. Danielle and I have uh, we have some mileage. We've seen things. Uh, <laughs> we've seen the wizards behind the curtain. It's a very white world. Those gatekeepers are very white. Yes, and I think are. for them to confront the fact that whiteness is at the core of this disease that is contaminating everything, for them, it's so personal. But no, I have an, I have an uncle. He's a nice guy, but my grandfather. Whereas yep. when, it's, when it's you and me, it's like, oh, darky, be savage, kill him. Mm-hmm. Kill him. I mean, it's, you know, it's wild. And, and what I hope, you know, what I hope, but I, again, I, you know, I guarantee nothing will really happen. I really hope that this bankrupts Fox, right? Which is the whole, re- which is which is the whole reason why Rupert Murdoch decided not to. Recently, he pulled out of the deal to recombine Newsmax and Fox because of this lawsuit. Because if Fox goes down, he needs to have the backup, and if they're intertwined, that means that they can both go bankrupt, right? So he made a shrewd business move which his shareholders had said, yeah, 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 don't combine them, right? Um, But the reality is, is that they are responsible for so much damage Mm. and death. And this may be the only way to hold them marginally responsible. You know, but I I will end with this, um, which is that how much of a fucking loser does Donald Trump have to be in order to have gotten the answers to the test and still fucking fail? <laughs> Jared Kushner had the goods on Biden's ads, had the goods on Biden's uh, debate, and he still fucking failed. That's how much of a loser Donald Trump is, that even when people cheated for him, he still couldn't win. You know how I know white privilege uh, exists? Donald Trump. <laughs> do you know? Yes. How, do you know? I, when everyone, this is like a, just a, a, a pro tip from an old head. Whenever someone says, oh, how does white privilege exist? Here's an example I always go to and it kind of shuts people up. White privilege exists because you can be a white man who's a traitor to this country, who's a racist, who loses a war, and this country will still make a statue for you. In order for them to make a statue for me and Danielle, we would have to like create statues. Like it, it would be remarkable. So if anyone ever doubts it, you, you could say Donald Trump 
And uh, we have statues and monuments and schools named after uh, racist Robert enslavers who lost a war. Yeah. Yay, America. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. I'm Ajat Ali. And we will be back next week if, in fact, we have a country left. Inshallah.